Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight, The Age of Innocence. The starring players... This is Merle Oberon. This is John Payne. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in the RKO picture, The Age of Innocence, a poignant story of old New York based on the famous novel by Edith Wharton. It stars Merle Oberon as Ellen Mingott and John Payne as Newland Archer. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in The Age of Innocence. I've only got two days leave. Why waste good time in an old picture album? <laughs> well, when you marry me, you marry my family. You want to know something about them, don't you? Well, I know you. That's enough for me. Oh, silly. This was my grandfather, Grandpa Newland. Hmm, sideburns, huh? What was he made up for? Johnny, don't be disrespectful. And this one was my grandmother, May. She was very young then. Hmm, not bad, not bad. Say, who's that other gal? Oh, that was Grandma's cousin, Ellen. She was a countess. Sure looks like she had plenty of zing. Mm, I've always thought she was very beautiful. You know, ever since I was a kid, I've wondered about her and asked about her, but the family never says very much, and... Well, sometimes I just wish she could talk. And if I could, if I could talk, what would I say? How could I make you understand... New York was different then. It was so formal and so prim. The so social customs rigid as milady's stays. And still I felt I must go back. I must go home. Although I knew there would be talk. Oh, yes. I knew how busy tongues would wag. My dear, have you heard? Ellen Mingott is back. But she lived in Europe for years and years. What in the world would bring her home now? They say she's left her husband, Count Olenska. There's been talk of a scandal. How simply disgraceful. Of course, she won't be accepted in decent society. Oh, you underestimate her grandmother, Mingott. You mean that Mrs. Mingott would even dare? Oh, yes, indeed. Tonight, in fact, she's bringing her to Mae Wellen's engagement reception. Granny, do you think I should have come? Doesn't New York society consider me suspect? Let society think what it wishes, Ellen. I made the rules here for 20 years. Granny! Oh, there's your cousin May now. Granny, Granny, here's Newland. I captured him for you. Hello there, Granny Mingott. Oh, what sort of a greeting is that, young man? Don't I get a kiss? You most certainly do. Oh, <laughs> makes me feel young again. <laughs> cousin May, I think we're lucky to get him in the family. <laughs> I think so, too. Newland, do you remember my cousin Ellen? Ellen Mingott? Of course. <laughs> Just those few words. And then you smiled at me, Newland, and took my hand. And somehow in that very first moment, I think I knew why I'd come home. But it wasn't until later that evening we had a chance to talk alone. And really, I never meant to say what I did. 
It started as a simple conversation, quite proper, Did quite polite. Did you have a pleasant trip over, Countess? Very, thank you. I suppose you see lots of changes in New York. Yes, and in the people, too. The people? How? Oh, everyone is so kind to me now, and I left here broken-hearted my whole life over. But you were only a child. I was eight, and I'd suffered a very cruel disappointment. I'd been publicly snubbed by my secret hero. Why, not really. Oh, yes. It happened at Cousin May's birthday party. He wouldn't dance with me. I was too little. Why, the nasty little wretch. Yes, weren't you? You should have just... me. Are you trying to say that was... <laughs> really, you know, you were such a horrid little boy. But I don't understand. I, I mean that... <laughs> don't worry. I forgave you years ago. Are you sure? If you wish, I'll prove it. I'll give you that poor last dance right now. Now? You won't refuse me this time, will you? Why, of course not. <laughs> and I'll never believe that I ever did. If you'd only guessed what it meant to me, after all those weary years, to be home, to see you again, to hear your voice. But you belonged to May. You loved each other. I told myself I had no right. I must fill my life with something else. And so I tried. Not always wisely, perhaps, but I tried. And Granny was a little worried, I think. Is that you, Ellen? Come in. I'm just having my tea. Oh, Granny, how wonderful. How would you guess I'd be chilled to the bone? Well, if you must go driving in cold weather like this, uh, two lumps of sugar. Thanks. And I wasn't driving. I was walking. With whom, my dear? With Mr. Beaufort. A married man. I thought his wife would be along, but it seems she doesn't like the cold. Mmm, this tea is good. Ellen, you know what the Beaufort reputation is. No nice woman would be seen walking up Fifth Avenue with him in broad daylight. Darling, would you rather I'd walk with him at night? Would I rather you... Oh, oh, that's very good. As good an answer as I've ever had. As a matter of fact, we were out on business. Mr. Beaufort helped me find a charming house. A house? Ellen, child, you're not leaving me. Darling, you've been very sweet, wanting me to stay with you. But it's time I set up for myself again. But in a house? Alone? I'll have my maid with me. Really, Granny, it'll be better that way. I won't have to see so much of... Well, of the family... And they'll feel less embarrassed, too. I mean, when the action starts. Action? What on earth are you talking about? I stopped in to see Mr. Blair today. I've asked him to get me a divorce. Ah, a divorce? And there's no use arguing. My mind's made up, Granny. There's absolutely nothing you can say. Indeed there is, and I'll say it right now. I'll have another cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little early, I believe. I have an appointment with Mr. Blair. Yes, madame. This way, please. The Countess Olenska, sir. Come in, Ellen. Why, Newland. This is such a surprise. Why, you knew I was with, with Mr. Blair's firm. Yes, I did, in, in a way, but... Well, we had to, he had to leave for Washington quite suddenly, so he asked me to take over your case. Won't you sit down? Thank you. And how is May? She promised to come see my little house. Well, she's been so busy. You know they're leaving for Florida this week. Yes, of course. Newland, I'm so glad you're going to handle my case. Mr. Blair's so old, it's, it's hard to make him understand. He feels with the family that, that I'm making a mistake. Ellen, are you sure you aren't? But, 
But, Newland... If your husband chooses to fight the case, he'll say things... Well, things that'll be unpleasant, that will be painful and disagreeable to you. Yes, I know, but I thought you... Your family, the people who are fondest of you, feel that no advantage you might gain could possibly be worth the damage to your reputation. I see. You mustn't think I'm blaming you for anything that might have happened. You were lonely and unhappy. No, not always lonely. Newland, I'm not mincing words. You mustn't expect me to. I want my freedom. I'm not going to pretend. Pretend? I'm a woman who must have love, who must be loved. Do you think I'm horrible to say that? No. I think you're being very honest. But don't you see? Don't you think maybe it's not too late for me, even now? Maybe I can start all over, choose for myself, as you have. One from all the rest. Lover, companion, friend, everything. Like, well, like you and May. But there are so many others to think of. I... I thought you'd say that. Think of Granny Mingott. She loves you, Ellen. She'd stand by you, but it would break her heart. And all the rest of the family, if I didn't show you how they feel, what it would do to them, it wouldn't be fair of me, would it? No. No, it wouldn't be fair. Very well, I'll, I'll think it over. Ellen, if... if you only knew... I do so want to help. I, I know you do. Thank you, dear cousin. And Goodbye. It's not right. It's not fair. It's not... Big pardon, sir. Is anything wrong? Wrong? The whole confounded world is wrong. 